If you're into designer furniture and you want the sofa that broke the internet, you don't have to go broke to get it. Because Designer Looks Furniture has all the same styles and trends and all the quality, but without the designer prices. Check them out. Designer Looks at Value City Furniture or designerlooks.com. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that... That's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. The levels are set. The mics are ready. Testing, testing, one, two, three. So strap yourself in. It's time to go one-on-one with Bill Alexander. Let's go. Hi, everyone. Welcome to One-on-One with Bill Alexander. Glad you could join us today. And on the, on the video feed, I guess we could say, I have Katie Kanakis, who is joining us from Los Angeles, who's working on a new project that we're not allowed to talk about, but she's working on it. But one thing I want to do real quick is I received something in the mail about a week ago, and I want to show my audience what I got. So these are your new uh, photos. What were these shot for? It's a com card. I was on the cover of a, um, or I was, I did a 10 page spread for a magazine, actually. That was a curve magazine. That was a, a while ago, but I love those shots. And when I went, when they went into production, I got a lot of them for <laughs> people just like you who want okay. some memorabilia of my S's, my essence and presence of who I am. So um, yeah, that's specifically made for you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So um, the last time you were on, we were on in June together. And I need to thank you about something first. Sure. Because right after I got done with you, I was actually looking at ending my program. It was about two weeks later that I was saying I was going to hang it up, and not do it. So I went back, listened to the interview again. And I said, you know what? We're going to change things up a little bit. And because of you and listening to that interview again, I'm back. We're doing it as a video feed. We're also layering, airing it on a local cable station, the area, and we're all over the internet now. So I have to thank you for giving me that motivation to come back stronger with the new program one-on-one. My pleasure. Oh my God. Look, I'm, I'm like vulnerable. I'm going to tear up. This is <laughs> how invigorating because who you are from what I know of what you told me and the mm-hmm. brushstrokes of your career with radio. And then, um, you know, being able to take what you have dismantle shape shift and be a part of the new world, like doing it on video and, and just getting back in the game. Um, I honor you. I'm grateful. I mean, it's why we do what we do. It's why I do what I do and how I show up is for that very reason to inspire people. Thank you. Well, thank you very much. Again, like I said, if it wasn't for you, I don't know if I'd still be doing this. So it's nice to have you uh, here so I can thank you in person. But the other thing we didn't get a chance to, excuse me, the one thing we didn't get a chance to talk about last time on the program was your book of poetry that you wrote mm-hmm. called A mm-hmm. Lover's Fairy Tale. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 And give my audience a little bit of understanding of what it's about. 
Sure. A Lover's Fairy Tale. I selected 11 pieces. Um, I was traveling the world. It was um, very inspirational and exciting for me to see the world and what what the universe offers untainted, just unconditionally. Waterfalls, nature's people, culture, food. Growing up, you know, Greek Orthodox Christian and then being exposed to um, Greek mythology and fantasy and play. So I, I, as a poet, I write about love. So, um, you know, during the time of the pandemic, I um, said, what's one thing I've always wanted to do that I haven't done yet? And I'm like, I want to become a published author. So I gave myself a hard stop, did the research and, you know, became a self-published author on World Poetry Day. And the artwork that is inside of the language of the words, the material, um, are from my dear friend, Robert Sturman, who's a legendary artist, and the Polaroids that were um, discontinued by the company Polaroid from the original Polaroid in 2001. And so they're super rare artwork. So it's the poetry with the artwork, and they go hand in hand. And then over 10 years of my life and my body of work, I, as a producer, actor, expressionist, musician, artist, I just um, created with like-minded um, creatives, um, artists, individuals to produce most of the um, most of the poetry pieces are spoken word poetry pieces. So when people go to my website, chinakas.com, um, or a loversfairytale.com and put in their email, I have an automation set up where it sends you, gifts you a playlist of um, a lover's fairy tale and their spoken word music videos that I produce, but not only reading the poetry and having it in your hand, which is amazing, but actually hearing my voice and where I was during that time on the journey um, hearing my soul and my essence of language and wordplay and, and, and fantasy. So um, I wanted to be able to kind of, I learned about branding and repackaging and Robin Graham, who's on my podcast, she's all over the place season three. She gave me a lot of insight about branding and I was not a branding queen at all, but I took 10 years of my body of work and kind of repackaged it to a boutique self artist gift to share with other people. And it's been wonderful, um, you know, getting the spoken word music videos out there, getting my poetry out there. And so that's kind of the development and process of how it came to be about. So the other thing you mentioned about your music. So how is that music career taking off now? Because we mentioned that in June, too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the Sophisticated Psychos I created uh, with Nikki Scorpio, who's my producing partner, and he's focused on his solo EPs, Nikki Scorpio. And then I'm focused 1000% right now, um, being a household name on TV. So my focus is acting as number one, uh, voiceovers, animation on a TV series in films. So acting, the craft of acting, and then everything else will become a domino effect. So the Sophisticated Psychos turned music into a production company where we now have an award-winning um, um, lockdown comedy improv series that is uh, has won over 25 international awards for best web series as an actor, but our music goes into the web series where we're acting in it, um, improv, comedy. And um, so the music trickles in with that. And then 
Uh, we have music, The Sophisticated Psychos, on all music streaming platforms. And for my birthday, 1111, as a gift, I am releasing music, Future Trap and Dubstep, that I made before the pandemic. Just because of the pandemic, I was able to look at my catalog of music. And so I'm taking it. And as a passion project on 1111, I'm going to release it as a passion project under the sophisticated psychos. But my main focus is just acting, you know? So, but as an actor, I can maybe produce a music video and act in the video of my right. own music. So. So with you focusing on acting right now, um, what have you done since I talked to you in June? Is there anything that you were able to talk about that you've done since June? Yeah, as a produce as a producer, I took um, season one and two of Couples Therapy, the lockdown comedy improv series, and I put it into film festivals. And I talked to okay, um, I talked to my friends who are filmmakers and producers who know the film festival circuit. So I was able to network and reach out to let people know about this project that I produced that I acted in comedy, and they gave me some great feedback. And then it went on. To, we got invited to over 900 film festivals. We accepted wow. um, about uh, just under 100. So those are some things like acting since June, acting, directing, filmmaking that I've done. Um, and then working um, in voiceovers, you know, nonstop, which is great for animation, commercials, video games. Um, and then... I'm not sure if um, it was before or after I spoke with you, but I became the voice of 7-Eleven, which is really cool. Actually, you you mentioned that right when we were ending the program. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's really neat. Um, I got hired as this 16-year-old girl, 16-year-old voice, <laughs> like going in, you know, for um, a Slurpee for 7-Eleven. So that was a fun project to work on. And then... Well, I um, I have to tell my audience this. She's going in with a voice of a 16 year old, but she's actually 40, which is yeah. amazing. Yeah. That you don't look like it or you don't sound like it, which is fantastic. <laughs> well, thank you to my mother and all the mothers out there and humans who always uh, nurtured me in a way to take care of my body temple because we get one when we come in. It's like a car. What you put in is what you're going to get out. Right. So I've always uh, taken care of myself, you know, well preserved myself uh, physically, mentally through cross country running. My dad was a cross country runner. I turned out I was turned on to cross country running because of my family and then our morals and values through our Greek roots. So it's, you know, heart, mind, body, spirit. They all go hand in hand with the vessel that we've been gifted. And I just knew at a very young age. Um, I needed to protect it. I saw and observed as, as a human, just like how people were so hard on themselves and so hard on other people and in news and politics. And it was just all very distasteful. And I knew I had to preserve that colorful spark and energy, that flame that we all have. And I saw so many who didn't have that. And I feel as a light worker, as a seeker, as a healer, um, my voice is to share a ripple effect of a vibration for healing while we're all on this journey together doing work. So what are there any things that you would have done in animation that we would recognize? Uh, I was on uh, Minecraft story mode season two. I played the character soup. It was a 
Melissa McCarthy type vibe that they wanted for the audition. Okay. And so I worked on that, which was really cool. And then when you do video games, they're allowed to like hire you for like X amount of other roles. So I had some, you know, offset roles in in that as well, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played um, Georgia, which is Nancy Drew's best friend in the Nancy Drew books, those famous books. Right. Um, Nancy Drew, um, they brought it, they... I don't want to say they brought it back, but I guess they brought it out and forward to show how tech can be cool for girls, 12 year old girls and STEM and learning STEM and tech. So it was really invigorating because I have a a niece who's around that age. So to for her to be a part of those things, science and, you know, showing how electronics can be cool for the younger generations. It was really fun to be a part of that role. I played a 12 year old. I don't look 12. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I played a 12 year old and um, and then they hired me for some other roles on that as well. So you, you mentioned something there and I never thought about asking you about this, but have you with your acting career and everything else you're doing, do you have a significant other that you spend time with or is it just you going through, I don't want to say life by yourself, but are you looking at starting a family of some sort? Uh, yeah, I'm totally looking into uh, starting a family. This whole entire time, DJ, acting, modeling, producing, any mod, like, um, you know, styling and fashion, anything, podcasting, all of it. They've been my babies. I've been birthing them. Right. So some okay. people start families younger in life. Some people, you know, have a career. I chose a career and I chose to really fulfill the purpose of why I'm here and explore why I'm here. And I saw a lot of people having regrets or, you know, like a lot of blaming and shaming and projecting their stuff onto their children. And I really wanted to iron out and break kind of the language I didn't know now that I know the language I didn't know then that I know now is breaking generational trauma. So I wanted to break generational trauma. I wanted to know myself like Socrates, like know thyself, know myself inside and out birth all my creations and all my babies. And I spent over a decade being very successful in everything I've touched, like anything I touch, it's turned to gold. Right. And I've been very lucky and blessed in that area by way of choice too. Right. And, um, the gifts that have been given to me and on my path. Um, so I didn't want any distractions for any of that. So when I went to Hollywood, I mean, I didn't even kiss a boy for the first year and a half that I was there. And I was there for three <laughs> and a half years before I had my first boyfriend. I had to get on CSI New York. I had to get on It's Always Sunny. I had to get on all these TV shows before I even thought about having a partner, because I know when you interconnect with other people, emotions are very powerful and they can sway you every which way. So that's why when I did the book, A Lover's Fairy Tale, and I traveled the world, I didn't have a partner. My partner was God. My partner was the world. My partner was with myself. And I wanted to really fulfill my cup and go on a journey untainted by what anyone else had to say. Like I already grew up with parents. So it's like, you know, when you leave the home and you spread your wings, you don't want anyone telling you what to do. So I didn't want like anyone trying to tell me or, you know, so that was just kind of my naive attitude and my rambunctious spirited, you know, pride of an attitude. I just, I was very like all or nothing. And through my journey, I've learned to, you know, bend this, bend a little this way, bend a little this way and not be so exact with things like being exact is cool, but also, you know, bending and learning emotional intelligence and communicating with others and, nothing has to be black and white. There could be other things involved. So 
I've been birthing my babies um, through my career. And now that I've done that, I've circled through the pandemic. I really looked at the 20 years of leaving home, the two decades of being out in the world and then having a a deep, deep self-reflection for one year, um, creating a new blueprint, as Tony Robbins would say, creating a new blueprint, God willing, for the next two decades of my young adult life. And that would be, yes, very much so. Number one, focus on acting and being able to produce a family of my own, God willing, if it's meant to be on my journey and to, to go into motherhood. And, you know, voiceovers are awesome because you can do them from your home, like a home studio. And, um, you know, voiceovers are so much fun. And so I can, you know, raise a family while, um, you know, acting. So those are those are some intentions and goals that I do have in the near future. So with the schedule getting busier now, especially focusing on acting, yeah. are you still doing the podcast or are you doing it at more selective um, schedule? Oh, I'm still doing the podcast. We had season finale uh, a week or two ago, two weeks ago. Um, season three was the finale. It's growing and growing. We have mm-hmm. a lot of downloads. People are catching up on episodes. People are still finding out about the podcast. But I will launch uh, a women empowerment series um, in 2022. So right now I'm just only focused on acting so I can get on TV, become a household name. And then, um, you know, everything else will be a domino effect. So uh, the podcasting is thriving up and running. It's awesome. Um, I just need to always honor myself and fill up my cup and nourish myself. That's really so it's really exciting. And I'm totally full. And I let my listeners know, like, hey, love you so much. I'll be back sooner than later. Um, and yeah, I just think, you know, some space and time to focus. And then, so when season four comes, um, I already have season four scheduled. So I'll, I have my interviews batched in two weeks and they'll all be recorded. They'll all be scheduled for season four. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, with all this going on, is there anything else that you're looking at getting yourself involved in? Because it sounds to me like the busier you, the busier you are, the better you are, and the more productive you are. Yeah, quality over quantity. But I definitely like staying busy. I feed off that energy of um, being busy um, or also enjoying solitude and space in the quiet time, too, and the meditation. And, you know, there's a yin and a yang to it all and reading, literature, um, you know, zoning out, binging all these shows, you know, Emily Dickinson, Outer Banks, uh, The White Lotus on HBO. So really staying abreast of my craft and the entertainment industry of the producers, the directors, the cinematographer, the lighting, and just all those things excite me. So if I'm just immersed in it all, I think it goes hand in hand with professional and personal. And I think they feed one another. And that makes me so happy just when I'm connected to my art, you know, um, that really nourishes me. So I've learned along the way, you know, reasons why some sometimes that I was being busy, one, to feed off the energy and to, you know, energy uh, breeds energy, positivity breeds positivity. So when you're going and you're in motion and you're making it happen, like the things that don't matter fall to the wayside. But also there's the the balance um, of the solitude and the quality over the quantity of being so busy. So I'm be I it's an interpersonal challenge and journey for me along the way to know when I'm shooting off 50 emails, 20 emails. And if I'm just exuding my energy and I'm go I'm spiraling out, if it's if it's energy that I'm doing to stay busy out of insecurity, 
then I'll hack and I'll stop myself and do a bath or kind of like reel myself in. So, so I'm realizing like, okay, am I doing this because it's feeding something or if I'm doing this because I'm spiraling out just to be busy. So it's a fine line because the old, you know, platform of staying busy was the fear of, you know, a lot of things. But since I dealt and looked at those type of fears and insecurities, now I can just put on a 21 minute meditation and just sit and would allow what's ever happening to happen, but sit with the intelligence of my body and listen to what impulses come up and what really comes up, what the things that are bothersome, the things that are joyful for me, and to be able to sit with myself and have that discipline. So I'm really excited to be on that journey. Well, that's great. So before I let you go, because I know you're really busy today, is there anything you'd like to share with my audience about what may be coming up in the future? I know you mentioned your podcast starting in 2022. Any other books, more music? What are you looking at doing? Sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, chinakas.com, get on my email list, stay up to date with what I'm doing. Definitely check out, um, follow me on all the social medias, chinakas, Katie chinakas. I'm on Instagram, Twitter. Um, the sophisticated psychos is on Instagram. Just go to the sophisticated psychos, YouTube channel, follow us there. I have a YouTube channel, Katie chinakas as well. And, um, you know, binge, all our music videos in couples therapy season one and two. And then we'll be releasing season three before the end of the year, the editor, Nikki Scorpio, he's just editing it. And then they're going to be scheduled up and out because I want it to be fresh going into 2022. I want season one, two, and three to be out. And uh, we will be continuing with season four and season five of couples therapy, which is really exciting. So I want you to do me a favor. So when you make sure. it uh, become the household name in TV, yes. that your goal is to do, I want you to come back and you and I can talk about what it's like to be that household name. Would love to. Definitely. Well, Katie, I appreciate you taking time today. I know we've had some scheduling difficulties with this and I know you're busy today. So thank you very much for joining me. I greatly appreciate it. I appreciate you and your smile is invigorating and how we started and what you said really inspires me and fulfilled my own cup. And I'm so grateful to hear, and I would love to be a guest and, you know, bring other beautiful artists to your show. I'll let them know about you and make it happen. I support you and your journey and I'm glad we're connected and we can walk on journeys together. And thank you for referring me to some of the radio stations, you know, to have our music on the radio, feel free to totally put, any the sophisticated psychos music instrumentals on your program anytime oh, thank you yeah. I, I greatly appreciate that so katie good luck to you today and uh, we'll talk to you soon thank you again thank you bill ciao, ciao. bye-bye bye a big shout out going out to katie chanakis for joining us here on one-on-one with bill alexander Great to have her back on the program again, and we'll have her back when she becomes that uh, that household name in television. And keep our fingers crossed, it may happen sooner than we think. So hopefully it happens for Katie. And I'll also be sharing her um, information with you, her YouTube channel, her website, and all that stuff that she talked about, her podcast page. And also, if you want to look up some of the movies that she's been in and some of the TV programs, go to the International Movie Database at IMDb. 
and you look up Katie's name and you'll be able to find all her information. But folks, that's going to wrap it up for yours truly, Bill Alexander. I am out of here. Oh, and real quick, I have a guest coming up next week. My guest next week wrote the book, Raising LGBTQ Allies. And his name is Chris Tompkins. He'll be on the program next week, and we will be with you so you can watch that one and listen to that one all right here at One-on-One -on -one with Bill Alexander. The website is One-on-One -on -one with Bill. Guys, have a great one. We'll talk to you next time here on One-on-One -on -one with Bill Alexander. We are the explorers. Curiosity is our compass, and adventure is our destination. Join us. Become a United Explorer card member, and for a limited time, earn up to 70,000 bonus miles that can help take you to the places you long to see. Experience the world and earn double miles on all United purchases, as well as on dining and hotel stays. Apply today at theexplorercard.com. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.